And the officers <clears throat> answered, No man ever spoke like this man. No man ever spoke like this man. What was he saying? Oh, Jesus. What a wonderful man. What a mystery to be unrivaled. He didn't speak to their heads. He didn't speak logic. He was speaking the language of the soul. This is the language that only the soul can understand. The ups and downs of life does not understand the language of men. And that's why when we address them with our own words, they don't respond. But it's a language that when you address the situation, circumstances of life that confronts us every day, we bow. And that's the language that nourishes the soul. These are military men who understand what life is all about. They heard Jesus speak. They have heard Nero speak. They have heard other you know, kings speak. They have heard you know, educated men speak. They have heard rulers speak. They have heard men of Tim and Caliber speak. But no, this one was different. No man ever spoke like this man. They came on a mission. There's a, a, there's, there's a type of words you will hear. Even when you came to kill, you will just drop your gun. Who has more authority here? Oh. They came. Go and arrest him. They are under authority. They were given command to go and arrest this man. And when they came first, his words captivated them. His word arrested them. And he spoke to their souls. They heard a different word this time around. Something began to happen inside. And instead of them to carry out their assignment, they went back to go and give a testimony of their encounter with this man called Jesus. You cannot come close to Jesus and remain the same. You cannot. It's not possible. Unless something is wrong somewhere. And they went back, and I'm sure these officers, they went back, their lives never remained the same. I'm sure they didn't want to just say everything. But in their hearts, they believed in Jesus. And look at what the Pharisees were asking them. Have you also believed in him? <laughs> Then Nicodemus, who went to see him at night, the man who heard strange things. You see, this officer didn't tell us the content of what Jesus told them. But Nicodemus told us. Jesus told him. As Nicodemus came and said, Master, no one speaks like you and does the things you do except he comes from God. And Jesus went straight to the point. Nicodemus, if you're not born again, you will not see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus answered and said, do you mean I should go back to my mother's womb and be born again? He said, look at you. If I'm talking to you about natural things, you are not understanding. How much more could I talk about spiritual things? For what is born of the flesh is the flesh. What is born of the spirit is of the spirit. And as the wind blows from the, from the south to the east, from the north, from the, from the north to the, to the south, he says, that's how it is one who is born of God. You need to know where he's coming from. You don't know where he's going to. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but shall have eternal life. For the son of man didn't come to condemn the world but he came to save the world. Whoever believes in the son is already saved. Whoever does not believe the son 
is already condemned. Wow. Nicodemus heard this. And I'm sure he never remained the same. He went back. And look at his own testimony. And who had gone to see him before. And who was one of them? Say to them, does our Lord judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? And they replied, are you from Galilee too? All of them are speaking from a, an experience. You cannot contact Jesus and remain the same. Something must happen to your life. And if that thing has not happened to your life, oh, then you didn't encounter Jesus. You must come back with a report. If you jam him, a part of him will enter you. You will come back and testify. That is spirituality. It's not religiosity. The things you intended to do, all of a sudden, you receive new insight that it doesn't mean, it doesn't hold up any longer. New direction is given to you because he is the God of life. Wow. 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 Mm. May we encounter him. Deeper and deeper. And you know one thing? Each time you stumble on the Lord, each time you, you come into him, you go out with something. You come again, you go out with something. You come again, and each time you come, a part of you is captured in him. Maybe today he takes your hand. <laughs> this hand now. Like that man I have told the story. That man that, that joined the ship moving from the US to the UK, you know, in those days. And then he really just got to know the Lord. And then, you know, he gave his life to Christ and started serving God. And then he met some boys in the ship. Okay? Who were playing all this kind of, uh, you know, gambling stuff and all that. And the guy was moving and passing all the time, you know, for almost three months they were in the ship. And one of those, those bad boys says, kill the young man. Why don't you join us? What's wrong with you? Why are you lonely? Come on, join us and play this game. And he came and told him, oh, sorry, I have no hands. He said, what? They started laughing. And then what happened? He said, yeah, their hands was no longer belong to me. They even laughed more. I laughed and laughed making mockery of him. He said, please, can you allow me to explain? He said, yes. Then he began to talk about Jesus. He began to talk about Jesus. He began to talk about Jesus. And before you know it, the Holy Spirit fell. All of them too saw something about Jesus. And they all gave their life to Christ. Out of those group, four persons became outstanding ministers of God in the UK and the US for over eight years. Each time Christ comes to your life, part of you will be captured. Until you are completely captured. You must come back with a testimony. It's not dry. It's not dry at all. It's not dry. Look at what Jeremiah said in the first reading. I'm so blessed by it. He said, the Lord made it known to me and I knew. <laughs> the Lord made it known to me and I knew. It's one thing for the Lord to make it known to you. Is another thing for you to know. On the strength of that, then he says, Then you did you did show me their evil deeds, but I was like a gentle lamb led to the slaughter. So even while he was suffering the hands of his persecutors and those persecuting him, Jeremiah saw something beyond. The Lord made it known to him, and he knew. 
May the Lord make it known to you. And may you also know. Jesus said, eternal life is to know the one true God and our Lord Jesus Christ whom he has sent. Adam knew Eve. Mary knew the Holy Spirit. May you come to know also. This knowledge here is not just mental knowledge. It is what they call epignosis. Experiential knowledge. Not just gnosis. It's epignosis. Knowing that comes from the spirit, not knowing that comes from the head. Many know God in their head, but they don't know God in their heart. Those soldiers came back knowing God, expressing Christ from their heart. And that's what makes the difference. And when you, when you begin to grow, you know, in this knowing of God, glory from glory to glory, from strength to strength, as your life every day is catapulted in knowing God, you things around you will necessarily also begin to change. Because now you are connected to the river of life. And what the river, as it flows into you, every part of you that is dead will receive life. I'm the living water. Whoever drinks of me shall never thirst. And finally, the psalmist says something to me. Very impressive. Oh Lord, my God, I take refuge in you. Oh Lord, my God, I take refuge in you. Save and rescue me from all my pursuers. Lest they tear me apart like a lion and drag me off with no one to rescue me. The one that touches me so much says, God is a shield before me. Say, God is a shield. Say, my God is my shield. My God is my shield. It is in Him I live. It is in Him I live. I move and have my being. Do you understand that? Yes. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> you understand what you just said now? All fear will go. It is in, in Him I live. It is in Him I move. It is in Him I have my being. So it's on the strength of that that David is saying, the Lord is my shield. Say, the Lord is my shield. Say, the Lord is my shield. Say it again, the Lord is my shield. Close your eyes and say it again. Do your hand like this. Do your hand like this. <laughs> say, the Lord is my shield. Do you know what this means? Huh? What, what does it mean? You know the shield now for fighting war? Eh? Uh-huh. You put your hand inside like this. It's very, very big. Then you are fighting and then you are using it to protect. So this hand now, is carrying God. Hmm? Right? Yes. Say, the Lord is my shield. The Lord is my shield. And you know the one I'm talking about it. God said, don't fight. The battle is mine. So you're only just carrying God. He'll be shielding you and fighting for you. That is the supernatural. Say it again with all your heart in such a way, mm, quietly but in the spirit so that heaven will hear you and earth will hear you. Quietly in your heart, say it again, the Lord is my shield. The Lord is my shield. 